This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I'm your host, Lord GTZ, and with me today, I have Alien. Hey, I'm back. Yes, it's, it's definitely been a while. But also with us today is Laser Kid. Hello there. So how you both doing today? Surprisingly, not that bad. Huh? Not bad on my end either. Pretty, pretty decent day. Yeah, yeah, I mean, same here. It's been pretty, uh... Chill in Minnesota, aside from snow. I hate snow. Well, then it's very chill in Minnesota, is what you're telling me. Yes, sadly so. But hey, at least the roads have cleared up now, so it's not that bad to drive. Yeah, we're even getting snow here in Utah now, so I guess it's that time of year. Oh, snow. Why do you make us suffer? It's like 80 degrees over here, man. Can, can we trade weather, please? Yes, I, I will have. We, 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 what we need to do is just kind of uh, split it so that we all just have a nice middle ground. I guess. Or we could do like weather stock exchange or something. Create forceful global warming, but only in the snowy areas. Exactly. It, it'll totally work out. Nothing could possibly go wrong. No, not at all. It's the greatest plan. But today we are here to talk about. Demon Slayer episode 11 of the English dub. And dang, this is a pretty big episode. A lot happens. Much more so than oh, last time. Last time we barely had anything to talk about. I think this time we're going to have quite a decently lengthy discussion, hopefully. I imagine as much. Just holy crap, the lots of stuff. Yeah, a couple major characters. A couple cool voice actors. And uh, lots of screaming. Yes. Lots of that. Lots of beautiful, wonderful screaming and screeching. It's always the fun. Yeah, I guess so. Let's just get straight into recapping this episode. So we ended off the last episode with Zenitsu showing up and he's like crying in front of a girl begging her to marry him. And like Zenitsu Sparrow is like freaking out and like explain the situation to Tanjiro. Apparently Tanjiro speaks bird. Tanjiro understands all languages. No, that's Italian. So the bird speaks Italian is what you're telling me. And Tanjiro's good boy license allows him to read and speak all languages. So Italian's easy for him. Of course, of course. But uh, being the good person that he is, Tanjiro stops Zanitsu from bothering the girl and chastises him for like all his harassment. But Zenitsu just starts screaming again, like he usually does. And then the girl gives him a good old slapping. Much deserved. I may love my Zenitsu, but this episode is not why. Yeah. And Zenitsu's like, I thought you loved me! <laughs> love me! But the, the girl's just like, uh, I, I have a fiancé, leave me alone. Also, that that I love that that Tondro disappointment face is now also a meme, so it's just kind of great to see it in context. Yeah, like, during this entire situation, Tanjiro's just looking at him like, God, this guy's a scumbag. It's either that or it's just kind of like, what is your damage, sir? And then it's just like, don't look at me like that. But Tanjiro's face there, it's its perfection. Yeah, I'm 
I guess the girl gets away and Zenitsu just starts complaining to Tondro, and then Tondro doesn't remember Zenitsu, but Zenitsu does remember Tondro, so apparently Zenitsu has a slightly better memory. Apparently, and uh, Zenitsu does kind of go a bit into like his past here, like how he inherited a bunch of debt from someone, but then like an old man took up his debt like in exchange for like training him to become a demon slayer, and that's how he got stuck uh, in this life that he clearly hates. Or Zenitsu. Zenitsu did nothing wrong. Clearly he didn't, except harass a bunch of women. Well, yeah, they're sad. There is a life lesson here. There is a life lesson here. Don't trust them hoes, man. Especially the <laughs> hoes out on the street. It's either that or don't go to college, you're not sure which. Oh my god. Zenitsu is the Demon Slayer equivalent of a college student. With way too much debt, yes. Yeah, the college student that joins the military. Yep. Yeah, there you go. There we go. We 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 we've solved the case. That's his problem. It all it all just makes sense now. But during all this commotion, Tanjiro's Kasagai Crow notifies them that they have to rush towards their destination, which is this big ass mansion. And when they make it there, um they find like two kids that are just like scared like shitless. And uh Tanjiro and like uh Zenitsu Sparrow have to try to cheer them up. Um, and once they've calmed down, they explain that their big brother was taken by a monster and is now stuck in that mansion. I love how Zenitsu just freaked out that the Katsukai Crow's actually talking. Like, he could actually understand that thing. And he's just like, what? I guess since his, like, Sparrow doesn't really talk in English, like, he's kind of thrown off by it. Yeah, that was just something I, I, I took amusement in. Poor, poor Zenitsu. He's just not adjusted to the Demon Slayer life. I mean, they gave him a sparrow, so <laughs> it's not his fault entirely there. I still wonder how that sparrow got, like, in that selection. That is a like, good question. Were they just counting birds? They're like, huh, we ran out of crows. And someone's just like, oh, just throw a sparrow in there. No one will notice. But yeah, we've got these traumatized kids. Said sparrow comes in handy, though, because it's a friendly sparrow. Yes, always have a friendly sparrow with you to cheer up the children. The sparrow's effect is multiplied by Tanjiro's big brother energy. I mean, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. Tanjiro definitely plays that well and gets them to calm down a bit, which is good. It is, it is a very deadly combo. But uh, during all of this, and once the situation's been explained to Tanjiro, Zenitsu starts like hearing like drum sounds coming from the mansion. And then suddenly a man is literally just thrown out of the building. And he's, like, bleeding to death. And uh, it's kind of effed up. It really gets me, both in the manga and the anime here, where he's just like, I got out, but it still wasn't enough. I'm still going to die. And it's just like, ah, oh, you poor guy. And like, even Tondro's, well, I guess, of course, Tondro would be the more appropriate phrase. Uh, is just, like, taken aback by this and just tries to comfort the poor dude all the way to his death. Yeah, Tanjiro's really not taking that death well. Especially, like, it still hasn't been that long since his, like, own family has died. Though I guess it's been, like, a few years, but it's it's still haunting him. So, like, seeing more people die around him is still, like, very kind of unsettling for him. Honestly, I think it's for the best. As soon as he, it doesn't bother him, it's gonna... That, that could actually be a problem. Yeah, but, uh, they, the kids, like, explain that that's not actually their big brother, so that was just someone else that the monster had taken. So, uh, Tanjiro decides to run in to the mansion to go kill the su- supposed demon that's in there. But Zenitsu is just scared as heck. 
Zenithu is just noping on out of that one. And then Tanjiro's just like, don't let me force you, but in between the lines you can hear, you little fucking pussy. I mean, Fine. you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and Tanjiro goes in, Zenithu doesn't want to let him go in alone, so there's something there at least. At least he has enough shame to be like, oh, I can't let him go in alone. The thing is, I'm not sure if it's like he doesn't want Tanjiro to go in alone, or if he doesn't want to be alone. I think it's more he doesn't want to be left alone. I guess it could be, but I mean, out there he's got the two kids, so... Yeah, yeah but what are the kids gonna do? They can't slay a demon. No, they'll just yell at him for being a wimp. Yeah, exactly. That's true. But uh, Zenitsu's screaming and everything just kind of forces the kids to get into the building, too. Well, they actually went in because they heard something in the box. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did, because Tanjiro told them to take care of the box. Yes, the box. Of course, we all know what the box is. The box. He, he left the, bo- the box with Nezuko in it behind to protect them, but the thing is, the he didn't tell box. them what was in there. J- just the living thing is in there. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, we're hearing noises from that, what the heck? And then they walk in on the middle of Zenitsu just losing his damn mind. And they leave the box! They did leave the box. The ultimate crime. It is a crime. You don't leave good girl Nezuko alone. I mean, come on. I like how, like, Tondra's, like, mad about it, too. Like, he's like, I really wish you hadn't left the box out there, but I forgive you. It's just like, okay. I mean, they have no idea, so, I mean, it's fair to forgive them, but I can all, it, it, it goes on both ends. Like, yeah, he, he he's mad, but he understands that he can't really be mad. Yeah. But uh, Tondro uh, kind of explains, like, when he was inside the mansion, too, that he's not really in, like, top peak condition. Because, like, he still has, like, a broken arm and, like, leg from, like, his last fight. A leg and a, yeah, rib, a, broken rib, and a yeah, it was a broken rib and a broken leg. Not a fun time. So, yeah, to, this kind of just makes Zenitsu scream more. Really, the, Zenitsu just screams at everything in this episode. Rick, I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die! It's just like Tandro says anything that is not like status quo and Zenitsu goes into panic attack mode. This episode may as well have been titled Zenitsu Screams at Everything. Zenitsu tries to make a PB&J sandwich, but there's no jelly. Ah! There's no jelly! I'm going to die! Can't uh, not have that jelly. No, no, you gotta have the jelly. I mean, I'm not saying that I would scream like that too, but I can understand. <laughs> that It would be understandable. Yeah, but once everyone's kind of just in the mansion of death, the mansion starts moving around. Oh, as boy. all scary mansions do. And of course, not without Zinni to accidentally separating the kids. Yep, screaming and yelling, he pushes uh, Tandro and the uh, girl out into another room, and well, yep. Our true hero. But yeah, after this, like, Zenitsu kind of like just freaks the heck out even more. He tries to take the boy who's named Shoichi out to get some help, and then Shoichi basically cuts him down being like, uh, dude, bro, no. <laughs> what is wrong with you? He becomes the voice of the audience. Shoichi just gives, like, Zenitsu so much shit here. Like, he's like, why are you, like, even a demon slayer? They do. All you've been doing is screaming. What, what, what two little-ass kids gonna do to help you, man? And you got a you got a whole sword on your side, and you you still scared? Like, what are you even doing, man? He might as well just smack him, like taking the sword. Like, this is mine now. This is my sword now. I'll be the demon slayer here. You you can be the little boy. Go hide somewhere. I I got the sword. We're good. Yeah, but like as Zenitsu and uh, Shoichi are like having all this like 
argument stuff. Like they kind of walk into a room and there is a boar boy. And there, yep, yep, we have Allison's favorite character. Yes, the best boar boy ever created, our lord and savior, Inosuke. I hated him at this point. I love him now, but at this point, oh, I hated this guy. Although that's for stuff that's probably going to be next week. Yeah, I mean, you gotta admit, though, this design's pretty dope. Oh, the design's amazing, and the introduction is just on point. Like, I had some worries about Bryce, and I still have a little bit of worries, but oh man, that the, the, the what little we got there, it does work. This is why I was always like, I don't know why everybody's freaking out over the one line that was in the trailer. The one out-of-context line. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was never freaking out about it, but it was worried, and I'm still slightly, but I'm much less. I mean, I can't argue with I'm coming through! But basically, Inosuke kind of just, like, rushes out of the room like a crazy animal. And Zenitsu screams because Zenitsu doesn't know what's going on. If Zenitsu doesn't scream, you know something is... Fine. If Zenitsu's not screaming, it's either because he's unconscious or actually things are okay. I guess, yeah. That that, that makes sense. But meanwhile, uh, over on Tanjiro's end of things, he finally comes across the demon, which is a drum demon. I liked this bad guy before, but oh man... Stephen J. Bloom just nails this guy. Yeah, so the drum demon, whose name is uh, Kill Guy, comes face-to-face with Tanjiro. And uh, as you can suspect, Kill Guy's power is to manipulate the entire mansion, as well as, like, the gravity within the mansion. So, like, he's kind of just, like, overpowering Tanjiro pretty easily, because, like, if Tanjiro tries to attack, like, he'll just change the gravity or the room. And stuff like that. He's like not even paying attention to Tundra. Tundra attacks him, he just moves the room and just doesn't even respond to him. Although I did love Tundra being like, I am a Mizunodo. It's like you're bragging about being the bottom ranked Tundra. No, don't. Don't. It's I okay. mean, like Tundra literally just, hey, hey, bad guy, I am here to kill you. Just the most conspicuous thing. I mean, not that it would have worked either way, but like just the fact that he had to introduce himself to his enemy. Some old school samurai shit right there. I keep forgetting that they even have ranks in Demon Slayer because the ranks don't actually matter. They don't matter, but I was really excited when I when they actually explained them at first when they uh, a couple episodes ago because I'm like oh, I remember that they, they that got got brought up in the manga recently and I'd forgotten about it because they don't matter. And ever since then, I'm paying attention whenever they show up. I'm like they are there. But uh, after Tanjiro and the Drum Demon start fighting. Then best boy comes into the picture in the fight. Inosuke appears, screaming, coming through. And the credits. And oh my gosh, it was a great episode. Yeah. I mean, we basically got our kind of two main uh, supporting characters in the cast kind of established at this point. Inosuke and Zenitsu. And from here on out, they're kind of just regulars. Like, they're here all the time. It's going to be pretty fun to see uh, how this goes with the uh, dub, just because I love these characters, and it'll be interesting to see how they play off each other in voice acting-wise. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess in terms of voice acting, we might as well talk about the dub itself a little bit here. Um, obviously, Inosuke is voiced by Bryce Pappenbrook, as we already mentioned, and uh, I really liked it. I think Bryce did a very good job of, like, 
that's not surprising because he's a very talented voice actor. But I know a lot of people had mixed opinions about his voice, obviously, from the initial preview trailer. But in the actual context of the show, it sounds how you'd expect it to sound. Yeah, I can mostly agree with that. I still have some yeah, concerns, but I think it'll be better. Like it, it, reminded, like it reminded me of what he did with uh, with Staz and Bloodlet, but even more growly. And that's one of the reasons why I really liked it. Yeah, I was trying to pin down like what voice it reminded me of, and I think Staz is just right on the money. I guess I need to watch that show now. I was just getting Aaron Yeager. That's what I was hearing. Uh, not as growly. I mean, Aaron Aaron is more screamy than growly. That's true. Like he has, like for Staz and Bloodlet, he has like this. It's like more gruffer kind of take on his what you would expect from his normal voice. Fair kind of enough. Like a little bit deeper and a little bit like. Like I said, a little bit more growly, but then like in Inosuke, it just takes the growly up to 11, and it sounds pretty damn cool. Yeah, I mean, I like what I hear, and I'm looking forward to hearing more, so. Can't wait to hear him mispronounce everybody's name. That'd be great. That will be pure gold. Tanjiro. Gon- Gonpachiro Monitsu. Gonpachiro. Oh, God. But uh, aside from Inosuke, there were several other notable voices in this episode um zenitsu sparrow chintaro was voiced by abby trot it was i didn't even notice that like they actually dubbed over chintaro at first they i would not have even realized this if you hadn't even said it um they, they dubbed the sparrow that that's i'm not sure if that's madness or brilliant i think it's both i mean you might be right <laughs> like a lot of times they do dub over the animals and in, in dubs of anime like a lot of times, it's like especially if it's like a specific animal that shows up. Some, a lot of times they'll usually. I've seen him do it for for big ones, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm a little surprised though, because like Chintaro doesn't really talk at all, so like it's just chirp chirp. Yeah, you could just keep the Japanese for that. In a sense, it's not much different from what she already does with Nezuko, because Nezuko doesn't talk much either. <laughs> That's not wrong. Poor poor, ne- poor poor Nezuko, we need to give you some more lines. It's really funny, too, because, like, in Japan, like, uh, the seiyuu that plays uh, Nezuko in the Japanese, like, she is, like, one of the main spokesmen for Demon Slayer in Japan. Like, she's in, like, all the promotion stuff. She goes to, like, a ton of the events and all, like, the videos. Even though, like, she doesn't actually speak that much in the show. I think it's just the idea of, like, Nezuko as a character just, like, makes having the voice actor's presence there important. But, like, I guess, like, for in Abby Trot's case, though, like, they already have her in the booth anyways, because, like, they have to have her voice the Nezuko lines that are already there, so, like, why not have her voice other characters, too? Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. Aside from that, like, the two kids that were introduced in this episode, the first one, Shoichi, is voiced by Michael Johnston, and the other one, Teruko, is voiced by Grace Liu. I was surprised to hear... Yeah, I was surprised I, I was to a... hear Michael Johnston again. Because um, I'm a, I was a big fan of the Tales of Hysteria anime, and he voiced Miklio in the game and and in the anime. And I was like, I know, like I know this voice, and it's like bothering me because I couldn't figure it out until I saw the credits. And I was like, Oh my god, it all makes sense now. I need to play more of my Tales of Hysteria, but I know who that character is. So yeah, yeah, fun. But yeah, like the, the part where he just lays into Zenitsu just reminded me so much of Miklio. 
Except, you know, he's not that hurtful to Saray, but like it, it just kind of made me think of him. Like as like the one voice of reason there. <laughs> like like the, the much brain, needed so. voice of reason in that situation. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, lastly, as we already mentioned, Kill Guy the Drum Demon is voiced by Steve Bloom. And even Anaplex themselves made like a big deal about this beforehand. Like they made like a dedicated like video about it, like previewing the performance. And damn, it's it's a good performance. So like no complaints for me. I mean, if I, I'm not complaining whatsoever if, if we Same. hear Steve Bloom in an anime, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like we don't hear Steve Bloom that much in anime anymore. So like, it's it's kind of nice hearing him. It is it is rare these days, but it's always always happy. Yeah, it's usually like in those big dubs, like those big, big, big dubs. Like you know, he was in Promare, he was in Fully Cooly. He's about it recently. Yeah. But, like, even, like, big dubs now, you don't really see him, but I guess, like, it also depends, like, where it's being dubbed, because obviously he's not going to necessarily be in a Texas dub, and, like... True. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to hear him in, like, anime, again, even if it's, like, just going to be a role for a few episodes, it's still really dope. Totally agreed. And we all know how good he is at voicing evil people. And look, it's Shishio, the sequel. I mean, he's not going to burn himself to death, so... Well, that's, that's true. Oh yeah, as far as like uh adaptation wise goes, this adapted chapters twenty and twenty-one of the manga. And like usual, it's just a pretty solid adaptation of those chapters. I think especially they really kind of fleshed out a lot of the expressions, especially for Zenitsu himself. Like, it's a lot more exaggerated in the anime. I think because they have that extra leeway with the animation and stuff compared to like just individual panels. Oh yeah, no, he's definitely giving uh, much more of an excuse to just completely lose his mind in the anime. Yeah, pretty so much. So the anime faithfully adapted the like grimace that Tanjiro was making to Zenitsu. It's just like a perfect one to one. Can I just say though that just the fact that like during the the first phase they just straight up cut the music, like that that killed me. When, like, just had the goofies and needs some music, and then Tundra's like, Did you give it a rest already? And then you go to his face, and it just cuts the music. I, I had to pause because I was laughing. <laughs> That's fucking great. Tundra's just like, What the crap am I watching? What show have I been actually cast in? Also, we didn't say this during the during the V8 discussion, but goddamn, Alex Lee with the freaking screams. Man, he, he he's a pro. I feel bad for his lungs. Yeah. I think on Twitter he mentioned, like, they spent a lot of time in the booth, like, trying to nail that scream. And I think they ended up, I think, getting a really good balance where it doesn't feel overbearing or, like, it's not, like, hurting your ears or, like, it's hard to listen to. But they can still, like, get the point across that, like, Zenitsu is, like, kind of being pretty annoying to everyone else on the show. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. So, yeah, I, I, I really liked it. Really, like, n- none of the cast of, like, Demon Slayer sounds bad at all. In fact, most of them sound amazing, so. I still, I'm still gonna say it's my favorite dub right now, so. Yeah, uh, any other thoughts about this episode? There was a fun moment way, way early when uh, they're walking still with uh, the food. And you do get a little bit of a sign of uh, the better side of Zenitsu, where he's like, Oh, don't you have food? 
no, that was it. And then he gives him half of the food back. I think that was a, that was a good setup for things to come. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot about that moment. Yeah, that's that's a really sweet moment for sure. And definitely kind of shows that like, hey, Zenitsu's not all that bad. He, he still has a heart down there uh, behind all the screaming. It was the one thing I wanted to bring up that I didn't. And it was just not a good idea. At that point, I was like, okay, I'll just bring this up later. <laughs> I think that's all I have left on my notes that we didn't really talk about, though. Alien, do you have any other thoughts? One thing that the anime did in comparison to the manga that kind of impacted the scene a lot more, the damn blood splatter on the dude that died. Oh, God, you're not a big puddle of blood. Like, in the oh. manga, it was just like little splotches, but like, in the anime, they really wanted to drill into you. It's like, hey, this dude is dead, son. Yeah, no, that was it was pretty you, you could feel it when he fell. Like I could physically feel it. It gives you like some serious anxiety too. It's just like yeah. oof. But yeah, I guess if we don't have anything else to say, I guess we might as well wrap up here. Yeah, the good stuff happens next week. I guess. Like a lot of the action is gonna happen next week. I mean a lot of good stuff here, but yeah, next week it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty hyped. Yeah, so uh, overall, episode 11, pretty damn good. Very busy episode. Yeah, very good episode, though. For sure. So I guess uh, now we might as well just plug our stuff and get out of here. So, Alien, where can people find you? Check me out on Twitter.com, at AlienRenegade. Also, you can listen to my music available now on all streaming services. Just search up Amperen, A-M-P-R-E-N. And yeah, support your boy. It's the good stuff. I'll back up on that music, man. And Laser, where can people find you? You can find me on uh, Twitter as well, at LaserKidPrime. And you can always find me on Discord, bouncing around, especially on the Toonami Faithful server. Awesome. Definitely follow both of them. They're both amazing. As far as I go, you can follow me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. I'm usually posting about whatever I'm up to, whether it's reading manga, writing reviews, not sleeping, or all three at the same time. Please send help. I tried to help and you told me it was too late. It is too late. But people should still try to send help. (laughs) Someone's got to recover the dead body. (laughs) Oh no. But aside from that, you can find my more manga-focused reviews over on all-comic.com, as well as my more Tanami-focused stuff over on TanamiFaithful.com. And as far as the podcast is concerned, you can follow that on Twitter at DSlayerPodcast, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DemonSlayerPodcast, and on the Tanami Faithful website at TanamiFaithful.com slash DemonSlayerPodcast. And we post updates about the podcast on all those platforms and on the Twitter specifically. We also post various Demon Slayer news as well. So keep an eye out on all of those and follow them. And you can stream the podcast itself on a wide variety of podcast platforms. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, we're there. So just subscribe to us on anything that you listen to your podcast on and listen to all our episodes. But that about does it for this week. So we will see you guys later. And remember, folks. If you see a girl in the street, please do not cry and tell her to marry you. There's an easy way for you to get your butt kicked. Also, just a good idea not to scream randomly and roll around in the dirt.